0: The Spin Off Podcast Network. Tired of diesel buses? Want more cycle lanes? Or bus lanes? Which projects do you want Auckland Transport to work on first? They need your opinion. So head to haveyoursay.at.govt.nz forward slash RLTP to do just that. Consultation closes on 17 June. Get in quick.
1: All right, well, even though I'm no longer an employee of the spinoff, I, I still seem to have opening rights for the Offspin, uh, the Spinoff's Cricket Podcast. I'm Alex Bray. Simon Day is over there. Hello. Kia ora, Alex. It's really nice to see you. Well, thank you. It's, it's really nice to be back, actually. It's the first time I've been inside the studio uh, in about four or five months, and I, I see you've won some awards. Congratulations.
0: Uh, not personally, but Business is Boring uh, and The Real Pod both won an award at the enormous spin-off spinoff, uh, not spinoff, New Zealand <laughs> podcast awards. Yeah. yeah, if
1: you're winning awards at the spinoff podcast awards, that would be incestuous. Even we best. would win
0: an award then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that, I mean, there was controversy over the podcast awards, wasn't there? Because it was all just like the Kate Hawksby show and like Fletch, Vaughan and Megan or whatever and, and just no actual podcast seemed to win. So, what is a
0: podcast and what is an old radio well, show? Well,
1: exactly. So for the spinoff to come through there, it, you know, shows the quality. Shows
0: the quality. And speaking of quality, it's it's exciting to be uh, performing with you again.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, we um, we thought. Uh, well, I, I I was thinking at the very least that you know, TV shows in the UK of the stature of The Office or Doctor Who or I think Sherlock. You know, they all do Christmas specials, and I feel like the Offspring as a as a cultural phenomenon is sort of up there uh, with those. So. Uh, yes, we we are doing a Christmas special episode as well
0: I think after what has to be considered The greatest year in the history of New Zealand cricket mm. as well mm. uh, We had no choice um, We were going to do a World T20 World Cup uh, episode Yeah, actually, do you want me to read out the
1: texts That we exchanged on the morning of uh, of the World Test I think uh, The idea. World T20 final, you, you want it or nah?
0: So we we, we, yeah definitely we were we were we weren't really that interested in the T twenty World Cup and then suddenly we jumped on the bandwagon because it was a very exciting semi final shout out Daryl Mitchell son of John Mitchell I didn't realise that until uh, just the other day the greater Mitchell by far and we'd planned to do a post final analysis Mm. and then uh, and then at
1: uh, just before six oh four a.m. text from Simon Day I'm keen to flag fuck I hate Australia, this was too easy for them.
0: There's nothing worse than watching David Warner and then Mitchell Marsh yeah, yeah. guide Australia to a ICC championship. I think the,
1: the exact wording that
0: you used was, no one wants to listen to
1: relive how hard it was watching David Warner bat with no helmet on like he was 25 again.
0: Mm. I fully agree. I fully agree. So I think... Uh, you know, we will probably talk about it later, but it's the final, uh, well, no, there are a few final bridges to cross, the ODI mm, World Cup, but mm. for me, the big uh, burden still hanging over the New Zealand cricket team is Australia.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of every time when it when it really matters. And that, that final did feel eerily similar to 2015, I think. Just cruising. Yeah, yeah. And I, I suppose a decent but not great score was put up in the first innings. You know, some bowlers who are normally pretty reliable had real off days. I mean, Ish Sodi is a phenomenally good T20 bowler, and he maybe had the worst game of his life on on the biggest possible stage, which was really unfortunate, I think. Um And it was bleak and grim, and maybe we should have done a podcast after that just to really capture that vibe of New Zealand cricket fandom. You know, relive the glory days of the 90s and early 2000s where bleak and grim was the best we could
0: hope for. But But I feel like we got that in a much more perfect form uh, about a month later. When uh, Ajaz Patel proceeds to take mm. ten wickets, mm. you know, an absolutely historic moment, mm. and then the team proceeds to and, and a crumble. a crumbling team performance. It was actually because <laughs> just... I I hated watching the World, the T Twenty World Cup final, yeah, and I just found it absolutely a pleasure. Watching us crumble with the bat after, because mm, mm. the AJ's thing, it was just incredible. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, on the phone to my yeah. grandma immediately after yeah. he takes the tenth wicket. What did um, she say? She was only at eight. She was a little bit behind. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. You, you just spoiled, spoiled it for your grandma. grandma. No, but she she was, she yeah, was actually pleased to know that. Um, he got there, so I took away some tension. Oh, that's good. She's that's good. She's turning eighty eight, uh oh, maybe today. Yeah, that at um, that age that sort of tension is not is not great. Happy birthday to your gran. Shop Billy. Uh the, the source <laughs> of my uh cricket fandom actually. She used to roll me down in the pram to the Eden Park Outer Oval to catch some domestic oh, games. Amazing. She's a lot to answer for. I was <laughs> uh, at the World Cup, um the nineteen ninety two World Cup. Opening game and then semi final with her, mm. I made her escort me out of the ground when Inza Mum started going crazy because I was cr- I was crying, I, was, yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't handle watching it. Yeah. Um, but that was you know that was a pure uh, cricket experience. But no one else, no other fan of you know if you're an Indian fan or a South African fan understands mm. how familiar mm. it was for us to go and do something incredible. Mm. Uh, and then to just blow it just wilt it completely it was it was good to know that we still got that in us yeah i honestly i really
1: enjoyed it uh in terms of collapses uh, it, it was really um funny it was funny yeah yeah some of the wickets had that slight edge of like oh come on you're not gonna get out like that surely not and and yet they did um i think the uh the sort of the injury depletion problems that we had it made it even more darkly comic, you know. It, it just felt like getting back to basics of an understrength, underprepared team, way out of their depth, wrong conditions, playing against far better players. And for once, because uh, I think we've got really used to that sort of grim, nuggety, backs-to-the-wall like fighting at all costs and maybe pulling out a result at the end. I mean, the first test was a classic example of it.
0: I think it's the first time I ever watched New Zealand save a test. I can't remember personally experiencing yeah. a live uh, backs-to-the-wall draw like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it has been a while, actually, because
1: more often than not now, it's, it's that sort of performance resulting in a win. One previously would just get out. Yeah, or, or that, or that. But I mean, at the same time, the the sort of the second game against India was just one of those ones where it was like, oh, that's right, yeah, they're they're an amazing cricket team. Uh, playing in India is impossible if you're from a, a you know a Western country, and of course, this was going to happen. This was always going to happen.
0: But beyond the fact that you know people will return to this podcast for decades to come, mm, mm, mm. other than when they listen to it. No one's going to remember that we got a hiding. <laughs> Everyone's going to remember that Ajaz Patel took uh, ten wickets in an innings, and uh, he did it in front of his parents, watching him play yeah, top level cricket yeah. for the very first time uh, in the city that uh, he was born in. Yeah, and that's kind of more important.
1: That in and of itself is an incredible fairy tale story. Like that, that's going to be up there with. Um, you know, moments in sport like uh, that NBA buzzer beater where it bounced around the
0: rim or something like that. that Kawhi
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the one,
0: yeah. Uh, I lo- I like, that's why I like sport is the stories in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes so much more sense once you start to get a bit of a sense of the backstory of all of the players, how they came to be in that
0: particular moment at that particular time. Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. hitting back-to-back home runs <laughs> in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Did not know about that one. I highly recommend watching Ken Burns's nine-hour History of Baseball documentary. Mm. Uh, it's an hour it's cut into nine different segments for the nine innings Mm, Um, mm. each is an hour long and it's it's a really really good do you know the mafia fixed the 19 something world series wow yeah very cool and the 1960 election
1: I didn't know that one wow there you go there you go Um, so okay so like there's a lot of positivity to be had uh, out of what we saw uh, over this year with the black caps and I want to introduce some negativity into the discussion Um, because I think that we're we're at real risk of all of this good feeling, and I realise I'm doing it right now, but I I think we're at real risk of all of this good feeling and interest and anticipation to see New Zealand play cricket is just going to dissipate. And it's for a couple of reasons, one of which... All of the amazing cricket moments that have taken place for New Zealand this year have taken place at horrible time zones. All f- like, you know, the World Test Championship final, whatever. It's a one-off game. It's overnight. You just do it.
0: Yeah, but World it was T Twenty World. Co- I yeah, nearly it, died because you, of you that nearly game.
1: died, and that was impressive. But you know, it, it, it's it's doable in that sense. The World T Twenty. I mean. The the Middle East is the worst possible time zone for New Zealand. And increasingly, cricket's going to get played there at, at the sort of top international level, especially ICC tournaments. And you'd have games starting at like eleven o'clock at night, and you just think, no, no. I do love a Test happening. match
0: starting in Mumbai at five o'clock in the afternoon. See, though. That
1: was great. That was really good. Uh, but even then, you know, you'd, uh, you're finishing a bit after midnight when they when they brought the draw home or thereabouts. Even later, I think Yeah, yeah Sort of And You know, that's all well and good For us Uh, Who I mean, what else are we going to do? You've got a Very intensive job And a young family But I mean (laughs) When it comes down to it What else are you going to be doing, really? But for the more casual fan I I really worry that uh, You know, plus you've got Some games on Sky And some games on Spark Which package do you get? Uh, You know, it's Nigh on impossible to watch live cricket in Auckland at the moment, and I don't think we're really
0: getting all that much over summer. We're not. We're not. And the summer uh, home schedule is um bad. Well, yeah. it's
1: okay. But it's I pretty, don't know, bad. It's pretty I mean, bad. When you've got a when you've got a three match ODI series against the Netherlands or something, and it's just like Come on, man! And
0: I, I understand on. its importance, but um, I feel like we have more money than that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, not definitely. reflected itself this year anyway. And I do appreciate that it's a difficult year for Absolutely. touring teams. Absolutely. But, um, and and if all of the energy,
1: uh, in terms of home cricket at the moment, is being put into the into the women's World Cup that's coming up, fine. You know, that's that's totally all good. But at the same time, I mean, there's some, there's some really dire fixtures coming up. This, I mean, Bangladesh are coming, and they're never competitive in New Zealand at all. Uh, and Shaqib Al-Hassan is staying home. Uh, Has he been bad boy again? No, no, I just think he, I think he can't be fucked doing MIQ and stuff. I think he just, he just doesn't want to. And because he is uh, one of the greatest all-rounders to have ever played cricket, he can get away with that, and it's fine. Um, so they're going to be, uh, I mean, you know, touch wood and all of that, but I think that that series is going to be a bit of a write-off. I think South Africa's coming as well. Could be good. Could be.
0: Maybe. But no tests in uh, in Auckland? No, no. Well, I, I mean, don't... there hasn't been for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it just sort of
1: feels like A lot of that structural stuff, I mean, yes, I I completely agree that right now we're living through uh, the greatest era by far of New Zealand cricket, by far. But all of that structural stuff which held the game back in the past, I just really worry that we're going to see that happening all over again. And all of the good progress that gets made starts to fade away and then people go back to the sort of, oh, we're shit, you know, why would you bother watching? We're always going to lose. And, you know, that that culture of, uh, of low expectations will start to reassert itself again. And and maybe, you know, maybe in 30 years' time, your your twin boys will be hosting a podcast where they talk about how, oh, you know, it, it's been 30 years of pain, but now we've finally won the... T ten Dubai
0: Masters tournament or something like that, but <laughs> well, if they were talking about test cricket, I'd be comfortable with them being made to wait thirty years, uh, yeah, for their yeah. moment as well, because that's what that uh, world test championship victory was. That was thirty years of hardcore fanaticism, mm. the investment paying off, mm. and I, 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 I've asked myself a few times, would I. Have preferred to win a uh, an ODI um, World Cup, you know, twenty fifteen beating Australia at the MCG, yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Or having won, um, you know, been on the other side of the coin for that incredible twenty nineteen final. But I think winning the first ever mm. World mm. Test mm. Championship is 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 more special. And I love Test cricket the most of all. Yeah, the four yeah. and it was an incredible game yeah it was I, such a good game of i cricket. do
1: worry though that it's gonna become yeah one of those statistical quirks of uh of sport in which a team like uh, i don't know i i forget exactly who it was but i'm pretty sure like paraguay or chile or someone won the first football world cup and you look at them now and you like, oh, well that's never gonna happen again that's uh, you know that's ridiculous but I do wonder if it's going to become one of those um, sort of footnotes of history. Uh, if if they manage to get through, say, 10 editions of the World Test Championship, you know, India's probably going to win five of them.
0: Yeah, and but I was still there for the first one. That's very true. Uh, that's very true. Spin-off office, one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. it was about four by the time Ross Taylor whipped the winning runs off his... Uh, pads to squeal. leg I'm not gonna actually I'm gonna refuse to let you steal how iconic uh, <laughs> that moment was oh no I, just I based mean, on how important it was to me personally
1: yeah yeah and speaking of the personal importance
0: to you how is the tattoo settling in so, uh, as regular listeners would know, I pledged to get a tattoo of the Clear Communications logo. The found the naming sponsor of the the Clear Black Caps. They were mm-hmm. in a competition mm-hmm. in 1998, I believe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that um, was where the name the Black Caps came from. Uh, I followed through on that. I, I shaved my right breast. I was there. He he actually did this. Right where the logo would sit on um, the team shirt. Yeah. And I branded myself um, with a defunct communi- telecommunications company uh, logo. I mean, dare I say it, it was almost like a tasteful, stylized
1: version of uh, the Clear logo. Like, almost like if Clear, the company, still existed in 2021 and also had, like, one of those modern designers who, who you know, does all the cafe menus and stuff like that. It's the kind of thing they would have uh, pivoted the Clear logo to or something like that.
0: So I was talking to um, an, an incredible illustrator, uh, Joseph Carrington, recently, who's mm-hmm, doing some mm-hmm. work for the spin-off. Um, and he also loves cricket, and I, I talked to him about the clear logo, and he really rates it as an iconic piece of, really? of of graphic design. Really? because It's simple, the- it, da- it does what it says it does, it's, you know, bringing people together, yeah, creating a link. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll play a clip at the end of this uh, from the day I was uh, tattooed. But um, I... You know, really love the way that to me it's a metaphor for my connection to the uh, Black Caps yep. and and the way that they actually try to kind of keep me at a distance as well. Um, <laughs> you know, like a like a younger, modern Sunny Shore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They do try and keep keep you at a,
1: at a bit of a distance, but you know they're nicer to you than uh, than they. Perhaps should be So we've well, and, got and, thank and New Zealand cricket for that th- They're very <laughs>
0: accommodating uh, Shout out to Willie Nichols, the uh, Black Cap's um, comms boss he's, he's very, very helpful And to the camera operators Who, ha- you know, unlike how they actively try to keep Sunny Shore off television Have been known to occasionally put me onto TV which Wow I re- Which I really appreciate Wow Mistake Huge Not- mistake Sometimes with my shirt off, sometimes yeah. reporting, reporting from the uh, press box.
1: Well, you'll have to, yeah, you'll have to
0: have, <laughs> what, both at the same time? Or? <laughs> I, 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 I have always kept my shirt on in the press box, Good. but I do yeah. find it yeah. very funny how these seasoned veteran uh, sports reporters just sort of, Watch and mm. uh, digest and take notes and type mm. a, type away. It's like being in
1: the press gallery or something. Well, know, but
0: you've... I guess not in the pre- not often with a press gallery when someone takes a look at you.
1: Come on, and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, sorry, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't meant to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, with uh, so with with the with the tattoo, what would make you? Get a, a new tattoo Like what What would the black caps Have to do To get you inked again And if so What would it be
0: So I'd I'd, I'd get tattooed To celebrate uh, An ODI World Cup victory Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um I mean, that would be the fulfilment of a promise, almost, wouldn't it? What so. would it be? Maybe the Benson and Hedges logo, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as that's tribute to 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, yeah. well, VB, I, you could go VB if you don't want to
1: advertise with tobacco. You know, that's that's
0: fine. VB had no relationship to 1992 though, which was my real breakthrough moment. Oh yeah. And I remember yeah. the first time I ever bought a packet of cigarettes, I was living, and I was on the what? I was on the, <laughs> <laughs> the Cook Strait ferry, and there was a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I just chucked a bunch of coins. It was probably only like seven dollars or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre tax uh, And like, look, you know, looking over my shoulder, mm. making sure no one's watching. And I was like, what? What do I choose? I was like, oh, Marlborre Red. That's like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Benson and Hedges, Martin Crow. Like did, I mean, Bader. did you know
1: what Benson and Hedges was
0: before that? Before I bought cigarettes at that moment. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I'm or was sure it just like a word? I, you know, no, 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 no. Cigarettes are pretty uh, omnipresent. Yeah, I guess so, Yeah, yeah. Marlboros, Ferrari, and Formula mm, One. So mm. sports advertising definitely works, you know. And cricketers actually
1: smoke as well. That's that's one of those things that I feel makes them most like the most relatable athletes, in that they're not really athletes at all.
0: <laughs> there <there's> some <laughs> who are. There are some who are. But um, I don't know if Ajaz Patel smokes or not, but um, he doesn't. He certainly doesn't have the same uh, physique as an NBA basketball player. He does not have the same
1: physique as an NBA basketball player. That is very, very true.
0: I guess I think his run up is probably one of like the most gentle strolls into mm. uh, the pop increase mm. I've ever seen.
1: Mm. And then when it comes out, it's lethal because it's all craft. You know, you don't need raw athleticism or brute physicality uh when when you've got craft like
0: he does you know it's almost more similar to like a carpenter than an nba player <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah a master builder like, or something. absolute
1: yeah. pure yeah. skill yeah um what do you think about the chance of him playing home tests I do. I I,
0: I did enjoy that being, you know, quite a funny sort of follow up tweet that got shared around quite a lot uh, that he may take 10 wickets and then be uh, Mm. excluded from the next test match. Mm. But, you know, like, it's Neil Wagner wasn't invited to play in either of those. Yeah, that uh, was weird. I would have preferred that that he did. But, like, perhaps our most important bowler uh, being left out of a team, you know, based on the conditions isn't unheard of true true do you think this is one thing i worry about with cricket is that the home side advantage is too strong
1: yeah yeah i'm really sick of the toss uh and and there's been a lot of uh, talk about whether or not maybe the toss should be replaced with some sort of like byzantine auction system in which you like it, both captains bid against each other the number of runs that they would be willing to give oh, up in yeah. order to bat first or bowl first um, I don't really like that idea but then again cricket is the sport of the Duckworth-Lewis method so it kind of makes sense to have some ridiculous mathematical formula to decide what could be done in a very simple way um, What about just offering the visiting team well, I like what do you want to do yeah, Because test match cricket is so heavily weighted in favour of the home team I mean it, it's it's much less of an issue in T20 and ODI cricket because it's just one day but over over a long period of time in test cricket upsets are actually really quite unusual which you, you know it also makes the achievements of the New Zealand team over the last 2 years even more remarkable I think uh, and put into that context to bat second and get a draw against India in India I mean that's astonishingly like that's that's amazing.
0: Yeah, facing Ravi Ashwin as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so i like probably with the um with the game on the line like prefer in my current skill set to face uh Jasprit Bumrah than than Ravi Ashwin like Really? The chances of me embarrassing myself I think against Ashwin are higher. Well, okay, so if you get a if you get like a really like
1: Rapid Yorker from Boomer, are you really going to look that embarrassed? I could get when they'd be like, over, like when they'd be like most on the ground. most professional cricketers would have got bowled to that that sort of thing. I feel like that's what you're up against with Boomerah. Um, with Ashwin, you're at a huge risk of a comedy stumping. Mm-hmm. I think when you you know you try and play positive, so you get a couple of steps forward, miss it by about a foot. Um, But I don't know. Shoulder arms are caramble. I'm sure a lot of international cricketers listen to this podcast, but I want to put this shout-out out out there that I would really love to face an over of international quality spin bowling one day. Um, Men's cricket or women's cricket does not matter. we could arrange for Mark Craig to bowl to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'd probably bowl fast just for the, the hell of it, wouldn't he?
0: No, I think we'd ask him to you know, give, us a, give us an idea yeah, um, yeah. of what it's like to face a really good offspinner.
1: Yeah, because it's one of those things where you, where you look at it playing out on the screen in front of you and you think like, I reckon
0: I could have smacked that over the top. Well, so Eden oh, Parker Park running a pretty buzzy uh, promotion. Oh, yeah? I'm going to have to like do some live research uh, while we chat. But you get to go out and face a bowling machine and try and hit as many sixes as you can in and over.
1: That's good, um,
0: actually. Is that is that about the Super Smash or something, or is that... I don't know. I think it's about Eden Park uh, trying to... Um, you know, establish itself as just as more than just a stadium. Mm, mm. Interesting. So the concept, this is in capitals, concept to provide everyday cricketers from weekend warriors to backyard legends the chance to hit a six on one of the most iconic cricket grounds in the world. Can Debat- you get a spin debatable. bowling machine? I think you'd probably want to face a pace machine at that it's point. It's really some- not that fun. Uh, like no, no, you don't turn you- it up too much, but like a you know bit of zip onto the bat. Oh. keen batters will face six balls from a bowling machine on the legendary Eden Park pitch and attempt to clear the rope, and then you get to, to try and take three high catches in the outfield as well. Sounds like it could be really
1: painful. I mean, uh, like that, that's the thing that really appeals to me about facing international quality spin bowling is that the chance of it being physically painful very low chance of it being uh like uh, emotionally painful or sort of intellectually painful even very very high uh
0: which I'm I'm sort of more into I think it's weird like I'm um pretty sort of conservative run of the mill in the bedroom uh but okay yeah i Enjoy getting hit by uh, a fast bowler, like up around the ribs and maybe on the inner thigh, or not on the not on the arm so much. Maybe the upper arm. I get this like like a nice fleshy bit. Get a good kind of yeah 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 yeah. I get like a weird. It's not sexual, but it is like a uh, like a like a yeah. Come on, um, like vibe off that. (sighs) Cool. I've never been hit by a proper expressman. Yeah, um, that's. But you know, great. something on the inner thigh <laughs> at like 115 k's an hour is um, gets me going.
1: Yeah, interesting. Um, uh, I have no idea what to say to that, so uh, we should we should maybe uh, look at a uh, look at uh, wrapping this up. One thing so I, I wanted to ta- talk about is this, this
0: weird experience that I've had with the tattoo, Uh is that I find that it starts to like throb almost like E.T.'s finger or Iron Man's um, heart when um, buzzy black cap things are going to happen.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, like as a premonition.
0: Well, just like it's sort of communicating with the the team. Mm. Mm. Or maybe communicating
1: with former members of the team who still have like some sort of line into the camp. Like maybe Gavin Larson is the chairman of selectors and also an actual clear black cap. Um, I think that's his job, at least. Who knows? Um, uh, you know, maybe that's that's what's happening there. They they wore that logo so proudly that it it's like burned a, into their a, into a their telepathic soul. Bond than, with yeah, clear black
0: yeah, caps. yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can send. Uh, Heath Davis a message or something. Yeah, ask him to come on the pod. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, he would genuinely
1: be a really interesting person to talk to about how cricket can uh, sort of chew you up and spit you out, I think. Um, but yeah, OK, one one last thing. What We we sort of bitched and moaned a little bit about the summer coming up.
0: I'm still excited. What, what you, I'm going, exactly to the, the excited Oval, going to the Hagley Oval test. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I booked my return flights to Auckland based around uh, that test. Good. I, I I really look forward to sitting on the grassy bank a nice and eating a, eating a nice bacon grand. and egg pie. Best uh, thing about Christchurch. Yep, that's true. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I just want to uh, see some really low stakes cricket this summer, like like some
0: who who sponsors the uh, the Super Smash or whatever Dream Eleven or something. Not Burger King anymore.
1: No, it was. Georgie Pie. For Speaking a while, of I think.
0: sponsors, yeah, oh, we should we forgot to shout out our sponsor. Well, do we have a sponsor? Well, they haven't explicitly cancelled their sponsorship. Are they still giving us booze for it? Well, I, th- I think that's what the where the sponsorship sort of went. I've have always struggled to pronounce A W R Y, See it written down more often yeah. than I say. Yeah. It. Um, is that no one really went and converted on our end of the contra? Hmm. Maybe we should go there after this and have Maybe the first should. ever sponsored beer. Well, we are talking, of course, about the beer spot. How many locations not...
1: across Auckland? There's five across Auckland. There's Morningside. There's Huapai. There's we like this one in like Mount Wellington. Yeah, probably. But Let's they're hope wa- they're
0: not still sponsoring
1: us, because this is a bad plug. No,
0: no, it's a, pl- a plug is a plug is a plug, you know? Yeah, true, true. M- people true. who might be listening might never have heard of the beer spot, and it's the perfect place to go before you go and watch a Super Smash do game you, on the other. Do you mean they Florida might Dubai? not have heard of the beer spots,
1: five locations Auckland-wide, with 20-something beers on tap? More than that. Tap?
0: so many beers
1: on tap. Too many, too many to count. Yeah. Um, Come back next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Please. Um, yeah, we, we should try and do We should try and do an episode next year Who knows? We should do a whole season Yeah
0: Like one every three months
1: Yeah, yeah Well, we'll see if that works We'll see if that works And in the meantime uh, We hope everyone enjoys uh, Whatever cricket they have coming up this summer Whether it's playing Whether it's uh, watching your kids And uh Seeing
0: how they're much better than you ever were at that age, uh, I have this conundrum where I kind of I don't want to force cricket onto my uh, children.
1: Oh no, they're they're at a very malleable age. You need to do as much forcing cricket on them as possible.
0: Right I want now. them to,
1: you know, naturally grow into the the humans no, that no, they no, want no, to no. be. That that's how people become. Passionate about stuff. They get indoctrinated oh, at sure, a very my, young age. my grandma
0: age. literally taking me yeah, down. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Now's the time. You've because got to really push it. On, Well, they're born on
0: Boxing Day. So every year, their birthday. Happy birthday. We're off to the game. Well, we're off to sit in front of the television yeah. and watch the game. Yeah.
1: Maybe off to the pub. Who knows? Soon, soon enough. When they're eleven, you can buy them some cigarettes
0: to go with it. <laughs> Give them some <laughs> coins to put in the uh, vending machine. Yeah, yeah. No, they'll be part of the generation that oh, never gets to smoke.
1: Yeah, yeah. And with it will come an entire generation of fit, uh, lithe, athletic cricketers game will be completely different. We how, won't recognise it. You know,
0: how are they going to smoke in the shower as well, uh, nervously not watching yep. the yep. 2015 semi-final unfold? Yep. Dart on the boundary after you've got out for three off 12. You well, know, it was a real leg. pleasure seeing you, Alex.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank um, you.
0: You too. Do you know what I love is that I can, you know, if I'm ever feeling a little bit stressed out mm-hmm, or... Mm-hmm. Uh, if, it's a, if it's a rainy day like it is today in Auckland, and it's all a bit of a shit buzz, I just think back to that day in June uh, mm, when mm. when we won the World Test Championship, the inaugural World Test Championship. It makes me smile every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose when I think about it, I I think about it in terms of like that moment happened. So. Therefore, we can expect other moments like that to one day happen again. Uh, you know, in terms of being a a long-suffering sporting fan, it does give you something to hope for as well. You can transfer that vibe onto, like, the Phoenix as well. Yeah, no, they're shit this season. Uh, having, a, having a disaster. Well, no, I they're not lo- shit. They're not shit. They're not shit.
0: You got just... a, a very... Very brief case of yellow fever there. Yeah,
1: yeah, Didn- I did. No, 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 no. I've still got it. I actually got Sky in part because the India games were on it, but also because I was like,
0: "Do you, you have know a what? scarf? I don't. You need to get a scarf. And I don't. Then you can call yourself a summer sport in New Zealand. Though it's not the point. Yeah. You, it's just so you can hold it up. Yeah, you know, with your yeah. arms spread wide above your head. Yeah, like an Olympic weightlifter. Yeah. All right, here's some uh, live footage from me getting a tattoo to end the Offspin uh, season 2021. It was uh, great talking to you all. Um, Thank you for joining us, and hopefully we'll get to do it again in the future. Indeed, indeed. We are about to see the finishing
1: touches of the culmination of many years of Simon Day's cricket fandom journey. Uh, We're here at Two Hands Tattoo, and Patrick is just putting the final, final dots on a very important symbol for Simon. All right, tell us about it, Simon. So in
0: 1998, uh, Clear Communications, then sponsor of the New Zealand cricket team, uh, ran a competition to give the team a nickname. And that is the moment that they became the Black Caps, a name that sort of, to me, symbolized their progression from battling amateurs into the professionals we saw win the World Test Championship a month ago. And yes, that journey was long and hard, but uh, we got there. And this uh, symbol is uh, my permanent recognition of that journey and its significance to me. Burned into your flesh forever.